I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. I'd love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Eva Melgarejo on the line. She is a loan officer over at New American Funding, and she's also the Director of Multicultural Affairs. Um, Eva, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure to be with you and your audience. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing as both a loan officer and also in your uh, second hat that you wear there, we'll say, as Director of Multicultural Affairs. Um, but before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. Uh, How did you get started in business? How did I get started in business? I have to say, you know, when we look at loan officers and the fact that we're basically salesperson, I remember my first sale being at the age of five when I was in kindergarten and I was selling little drawings to other kids so they can color them and put them in the front cover of their notebooks. So when I think back of when was my first sale, I think I have to say at five years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So a lot, a lot of people um, started in business um, pretty young, um, and they sometimes they had influences from other people, family, other things. Um, were you kind of a self-starter, or did you have some other like familial influences, or like what kind of inspired you to get into it? I have to say that I was a self-starter. I I wanted to get out of the house and uh, and go meet people, and I'm really good with uh, with having conversations and. And I love, I'm just curious by nature. So that was very helpful in in getting a product out there, whatever that product was, right? Whether it was a, a drawing for the other kids to color or nowadays um, a loan, being able to to generate a loan for a family that is looking to, to buy their first home or their second home for that matter. So it was that and also the support of the of your circle of your family in my case i had an aunt that was very excited to see that in me and recognized that if she helped me a little bit i will take it a long way so she lived in the states i lived in mexico back then and she would bring over little items for me to sell and i remember selling dodger um keychains when I was a little bit older in school. So I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit and it was always supported by the family. And that also includes my mother. You know, they they see a little something in their kid and they want to make sure that they're at least supporting it, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then I just took it off. <laughs> I was never shy about it. It was very easy to, to have a conversation and exchange money for goods. And, and it's something that, that I'm very proud of. And that helped me later in life. So, I mean, obviously we all learn as we're going through different entrepreneurial experiences and different parts of our journey. And there's always, you know, lessons along the way. So if you were able to go back and talk to that, you know, that Eva that was just getting started in business again, um, what kind of advice would you give her? What kind of advice? I would say keep going. Trust yourself. Trust yourself and, and bet on you. When you 
if you think about it, when you go and you work for a corporation, they're betting on you. They have money that they're paying you in exchange of what you're able to deliver. And a lot of the times we, we hesitate with our own capacity. And, and that's what I would tell myself. I would tell myself, bet on you. Go do it. Hmm. So that's, that's a good transition. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're uh, currently doing over at New American Funding. Uh, so let's start with this. What kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them with? I am helping anyone that wants to purchase a home. And what am I helping them with? With the loan for that home purchase. My focus, because of my my career, is really the Latino community. And making sure that not only New American Funding is positioned in, in the Latino community as a strong and reputable lender, but also that we as loan officers are doing our job in educating the consumer and really holding the hand of that family and walking them through the process. It's very scary. It's one of the most stressful um, episodes that you're going to go in life, and, and we get to be there for them. So I take that very seriously in it. And it is my passion to help the Latino community. So I've been able to to parlay my personal passion with something so important, so impactful in someone's life, such as owning a home. Let's talk a little bit more about um, about your role as Director of Multicultural Affairs. So, you know, I, I've talked to um, quite a few, you know, in my in my time, loan officers, other things. I've never heard of a of a of a lending company having that type of role. So I think that's pretty um, forward thinking for new American funding. Um, let's talk a little bit more about your role there and what kind of um, projects you're working on or initiatives. Absolutely, and you're right. Um, most companies, if you if you think about the industry as a whole, the uh, the banks are required to assist or to educate and service the underserved communities, but they are required to do it. As someone like us, we're a direct lender. We have 3,200 employees, 210 offices nationwide, and we're licensed in every state with the exception of Hawaii and New York, and we're funding approximately a billion dollars a month on residential loans. So we're extremely successful in that arena. We've been around for now 18 years. and we really don't have to have the role that I was hired for. It's not something that is required, but it's definitely something that the owner of the company and co-founder, Patty Arviello, saw as, a, as something that needed to be done in the Latino community. And, and we go back to the whole education piece. And that's what I do. I'm responsible to go out and um, seek relationships with city officials and community leaders and put together homebuyer seminars to educate the community. Now we don't have to, we do it because it's the right thing to do and we have a responsibility to our communities. Mm, that's great. Um, so what do you, do you, would you say that the Latino population has been underserved? Are, they, are, their needs, are their needs being really met in this area? I mean, cause you're out in the field and you're working, so I don't know. Um, I'm just curious about what your what your thoughts are overall on how the how the how the community is being served from the lending we industry. We are grossly uh, yes, Adam. We are grossly underserved. We have 60% of new home buyers in the next year will be Latinos, 
And when you take a look at the financial literacy within a community, it's it's really heartbreaking. I don't have another word to describe it, but just heartbreaking when you when you're speaking to a family and they're really eager to get started and in buying a home and they don't know where to start and they trust you implicitly. So having those tools to educate them in a in a platform that is already known to them and where they are comfortable, such as let's say that um, a mayor in a city decides, and I'll talk to you about the city of Linwood. We did we had a program there where we partnered up with the city and we produced um, three home buying seminars, and mm-hmm. it's the city that's inviting you to a seminar. Right, so it's a trusted source. You can trust them, and and they partner up with us because of the reputation that we have, knowing that we were going to deliver information that was transparent, that was genuine, and that was accurate. And all of those three elements are very seldom presented at the table when a family is so eager to to buy a home. And of course, when you're looking at the commissions that come along with a sale for a real estate agent and also for a loan officer, it's, it's a very well-paid industry. Mm. And it so can also if, be very predatory. <laughs> what do you, what do you think um, the future of, of the loan industry looks like um, in, in serving these various populations? I'm just curious because you, you're obviously working on the problem now, um, you know, of, of let's just say a lack of education for some of the products. Um, you're out there, you're working on um, seminars and other things to make things better. Um, what do you think the future of, of the industry looks like overall? I think that the savvier the consumer becomes, and that goes back to us doing our job in, in educating, the, the more wealth attainment will be accessible to that community. Mm. And and the way that I see it is, if I can impact the life of that family, I'm not just I'm not just originating a loan for that family. I just gave them the I just made their dream of owning a house, a home, and more importantly, owning a piece of America, a reality for them. And what does that mean for the generation to come? So now, mom and dad have a home. Now mom and dad are going to be able to tap into equity when the children go to college, right? And then mom and dad are going to have that security that when they get into their their golden years, they have something to be able to assist them to have a dignified, what do we want to call this, a dignified a third retirement yeah. of life, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so having been able to to impact that family is not just, here you go, you have the keys to your home. You're mm-hmm. impacting generations to come. Mm. No, that's great. I, I, I love it. Um, so if somebody's listening to this, Eva, and if they want more information on uh, New American Funding or to contact you, uh, what's the best way for them to, to reach out? They can give me a call, send me a text message, or code 323-528-4233. I'm All on right. my cell phone almost 24-7 unless I'm sleeping. <laughs> All right. I love it. Um, well, hey, Eva, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, educating myself and the audience on what's going on over at New American Funding and what you're doing as uh, Director of Multicultural Affairs. 
And uh, to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Eva, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.